Hello, and welcome to Launch Legends, the only podcast focused exclusively on the stories behind internet marketing's biggest and best launches. Each week, we sit down with an online marketing expert to tell the story of one of their launches, what went well, what didn't, and how much cash they made. And now, your host, Hamad Akbar. Hello and welcome to another episode of Launch Legends. Today, we're joined by Dave Woodford, CFO and partner at ClickFunnels. I'm actually quite excited to share this interview with you. I have a lot of respect for ClickFunnels team, how they managed to grow so quickly. What's more important is that they openly talk about their winning formula. Since inception, less than six years ago, ClickFunnels has grown tremendously. They're projected to do over $160 million in revenue in 2020 alone with over 100,000 paying customers. I've been following this company since 2014 and it wasn't always like that. They launched at least six times and failed before they found the winning formula for growth. Everyone talks about adding value to their customers first, but ClickFunnels takes it to another huge level. Dave openly shares how they started and grew ClickFunnels to the level it is now, and he openly shares his failures and successes. Before we continue, please, if you are listening to this on a podcast, please rate and leave a review. If you're watching this on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button, rate and leave a review. Hey, Dave, thank you for being on the show. So uh, I know ClickFunnels is doing about 160 million. Uh, before we get to the small detail, could you tell me how you, actually who you are and how you got into working with uh, ClickFunnels and how you became a partner? Oh, sure. I'd love to. Uh, super excited about this. Uh, I started years ago. I had the opportunity of meeting Russell at, uh, at an event he was hosting with Stu McLaren. At the time, I had a digital marketing, or actually wasn't digital. It was a physical marketing agency. We did a lot of direct response marketing for uh, real estate companies, mortgage companies, financial services. And a lot of them were trying to figure out the whole online thing. And this was like 2007, 2008. So at that point is when I, I first connected with Russell. And really just built a friendship uh, that's lasted for, gosh, over a decade now. At the time, he and uh, Stu basically were uh, starting off with the affiliate marketing types of things. And that is that was just two of them hosting it. Nowadays, uh, it's a, our events are a little bigger than that one was back in 2008. Uh, so, uh, go ahead. Yeah, so how did, how did that whole ClickFunnels idea came about? So the ClickFunnels idea came about... Uh, really out of necessity for ourselves. Um, Russell and Todd had been building a whole bunch of funnels, uh, launching literally at the time, it seemed like a funnel every single month. And Todd was like, you know, Russell, we're doing the exact same thing over and over again. Uh, And the hardest part was at the time they were launching a physical products funnel and had a warehouse full of, of supplements and everything else they needed to ship out. But Again, 2000, gosh, that was five years ago. It seems like an eternity now, but uh, you know how how tech is. Um, So at the time, uh, really, Todd was like, I think I could probably simplify this if we just really kind of created our own product. Uh At the time, they were spending time working with designers and copywriters and graphic people and dev people back then where, again, a lot of the websites were all the HTML and everything else was had to be coded differently than it is these days. And I, it I, always cracks me up. I talk to people and they're like, oh, it's so hard. I'm like, no, no, no. You have no idea what hard is. If we go back even five years ago, I mean, just even FTP sites and all that crazy stuff that you had to do. So Todd created the software. Uh, 
yeah, with the idea. And Russell said, if we're going to do this, uh, I want to really do this right. And so they sat down on a whiteboard and just started going crazy with all the different ideas and, and plug and play and drag and drop and how that would ideally work. And Todd went back and started just busting it out, cranking things through things is a, just honestly, as a software genius, I'm so impressed with everything Todd does. Uh, created an MVP real fast, got it out to the market, and uh, brought me on as a partner uh, in the early days. We started just going crazy, and actually using webinars was our primary way of launching software. Uh, so, so Dave, before that, I know you guys are doing extremely well, and webinars is something that actually took off the company for you. But Russell talked about how you guys actually didn't do very well in the beginning, where you tried to launch a couple of times, and then you were not getting much traction. Can you talk about those different launches? Of course. What went wrong? Yeah, no, more than happy to. I think uh, even though (laughs) we've been doing online stuff for a long time, but you still, I think as an entrepreneur, you still have those dreams of, you know, if we build it, they will come type of deal, the field of dreams analogy. And we thought, gosh, everyone's going to love this. And so we created it and and sent it out to beta users and and everyone else who we thought would just fall in love with it. Other partners, people have done stuff. They're like, oh, it's okay. Like, okay, are you kidding me? You have no idea what it took to get to this point. And so we tried uh, launching quite a few different ways, uh, obviously our own paid traffic, email. And the hardest part was people still couldn't understand the solution that it provided. Mm-hmm. And I think that for a lot of people, when you're creating a product or launching a product, in the back of your own mind, you, you have a problem that you feel like you're solving. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole reason why you're launching your product or your service is you have the solution. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of the people we were talking to at the time, they, didn't, they couldn't visualize or they hadn't experienced enough of the pain and the problem that we'd experienced mm-hmm. to realize what a massive solution ClickFunnels was to them at that time. What was the missing thing apart from that? Were they just signing up and not trying to use the application at all? Or they actually put up the funnels and just never saw the value? Uh, there was two different parts to it. Uh, the first part was when the first real soft launch, uh, the UI wasn't as user-friendly. Mm-hmm. And so we brought on uh, Dylan Jones, who's just wicked smart with UI, UX type of stuff. And that was really what helped us change the editor uh, Todd was able to get it up and running and worked, and but it wasn't as, I guess, user-friendly or the UI wasn't as easy to use. So you had to understand a little bit more of the tech to make it work. And so uh, by bringing Dylan on, helping actually in, increase and enhance the UI UX experience was amazing. Uh-huh. That was one of the things that, uh, that we then went back and relaunched afterwards. Uh-huh. And um, the other part was, really helping people understand how to use the software. So at uh, the time, Russell would literally go out every single Friday. Uh, it was our original idea of Funnel Fridays where uh, each Friday he would go through 10 different features and benefits and how to actually use them in your marketing to take uh, the tech and to show the practical application of it. Right. And that was one of the main things that really started helping people go, oh, oh, so now I get it. So now I can actually do this and this. And like, yes, yes, that's exactly how it works. So how long was that period from the point where you launched a product until you actually figured out, okay, maybe now people have started to get it? Uh, so from a, a soft launch to where we actually really kind of figured it out, it was about a four-month period. Uh, so we we kind of dabbled around with it uh, early April, May of 2014. Mm-hmm. And then our official real launch date became uh, September 23rd of 2014. And that's where we really figured things out. We're like, okay, now we can go to market. 
And so it was about a figure, about a five month period of kicking the tires, trying to figure out, is this a viable product that people can actually use? And more importantly, is it something that we can explain really quick so that people can have success? I think the hardest part with any, any software product or any launch for them, any product is you've got to have people using that and getting some sort of a win as fast as possible. And it was early October where we really started to see those kind of wins. Were you guys questioning the viability of the product when you had other landing page applications in the, in the market as well? Or was it just like the, the fit with the, with the customer base at that time? That was something you were trying to figure out. So we weren't questioning the viability of the product. We knew the product worked because we were using it ourselves. Mm-hmm. So the viability and the actual solution, that, had, that was all there. Uh, the real issue was how do you help other people who aren't as familiar with what you're doing have success and get fast wins that allow them to scale their own business to where they're going, oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing in the world. And then they start talking to other people about it. That's great because, uh, I mean, you guys are doing tremendous right now. It's great to hear your story where you actually struggled as well really badly in the first few months and eventually you really had to pivot and then figure out what was working. So let's talk about the point where you actually figured it out and then what, what, what worked for you and how did you get there? So for us, uh, again, we launched the product, ClickFunnels' real official birthday is September 23rd of 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, about a month later is when Russell was down in San Diego speaking at Mike Phil Same's event. Mm-hmm. And Mike had said, hey, I, I've got this great event and I want you to talk about ClickFunnels. And we, Russell still wasn't 100% sold that we had a presentation that would sell it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, Mike, I'm, we're still kind of kicking the tires on this thing. We're trying to find the best fit. He says, no, no, I really need you to sell it. This is what I've been talking about. And so Russell went down, uh, presented at the time what literally then became our, our webinar after that, but was you had made mention as far as the, the weird niche funnel that made over $17,697 and how you can basically copy it. Yeah, I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the presentation that uh, Russell ended up doing. And it was during that presentation where, again, if, if you remember the again, five years ago, olden days where uh, an event was almost more of a pitch fest where you'd have different presenters who would come up and they would then do a pitch. Yeah. We really saw this crazy table rush afterwards where people were going back going, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I need. And I remember uh, it was later that night where Russell said, you know what, this literally is becoming, will become a multi-million dollar business overnight just because we finally got the right messaging. And the right messaging for people was understanding how they could take something that Russell had already done that he had success with mm-hmm. and then use that in their own business. And again, it just comes back to this whole principle of modeling. Mm-hmm. And for us, it was showing people how to funnel hack. Again, funnel hacking wasn't a term back then, um, but that was the idea as far as how do you model the success of other people using our software in your own business to generate the same types of results. So from the point where you figured out, okay, that's the way to sell, what happened in the 12 months after that? I know Russell was doing a, a couple of webinars a day. Did you just keep doing that for 12 months? How did you grow from there? And what, was, what were the numbers you were doing in the first year? So I can tell you that it was absolutely crazy the amount of webinars that Russell did. I, I felt so sorry for me. He was literally just exhausted. I, if you've ever done a webinar, uh, one webinar a week is... It, literally would seem teams to just kind of wipe you out. Uh, he was doing two to three webinars a day at times, just trying to, uh, again, we had an opportunity. We wanted to capitalize on it. And I think that's a, one of the big lessons for anyone who might be listening to this is to understand that when you've got something, man, you, 
and it starts to go, you go a hundred miles an hour. You do whatever it takes to, because momentum for any entrepreneur is the most difficult thing to gain. Once you get that momentum, you cannot stop. And it's really easy to say, well, you know, I'll slow things down. I've never seen any business slow down or anyone try to control the growth and have success. Once it's going, you literally have, it becomes a rocket ship. And for us, we were fortunate that the, the webinars really became that rocket ship for us to sell ClickFunnels. So what were the numbers you were doing after 12 months? That's 12 months after that. Uh, let's see. I'll actually pull them up for you here. Um, I can tell you in our... Let's see. We'll pull them up real fast. Sorry. I should have had these for you already here. Um, all right. So we started in September. Uh, in the So from September till the end of 2014, we ended at 1.7 million. And in 2015, we went from 1.7 to 10.1. Wow. Okay. So let's go back again. So when you started doing webinars, and you're saying that Russell was doing two or three webinars a day, anyone who's listening is thinking, okay, how is he actually doing those webinars? How is he getting those people to accepting, you know, to actually, how is he actually doing those webinars? I know you guys talk about the Dream 100. Was that a big contribution towards uh, getting those webinar deals? It was a huge, I mean, absolutely. It was probably the most important thing for us. And I think this is, it's an old concept. Again, you know, make sure you you dig your well before you're thirsty. Uh, Russell had, had a ton. <laughs> <laughs> Russell had, had a ton of goodwill in the marketplace. Uh, again, he'd been in the marketplace since, you know, 2006, 2007. Uh, gosh, 2005, I guess, really. And at that period of time, what happened was uh, he had, had the opportunity of meeting a whole bunch of friends a lot of people who were struggling kind of grew up with, with him during the whole marketing era. Mm. And so by 2014, after 10 years, 10, 10, 15 years of, of digging as well and providing a ton of value to a lot of people, uh, he had a lot of street cred and we were able to use that to really parlay that into our success. So just imagine someone's listening to this and they are trying to grow their product as well. And they think, okay, I need to start doing webinars, but they don't have the dream 100. They don't have the street cred. What, what advice would you give them? We did the same thing. And that was, I mean, even the Russell had the street cred. Uh, he was still doing a ton of stuff for free. And I'm a huge believer. I, all of us, I, I don't think any one of us here at ClickFunnels <laughs> feels any different than what I'm about ready to say. And that is you have to be willing to actually go out and help other people have success. And so we built a lot of funnels for free at that time, mm -hmm. uh, helping people actually have success. Again, uh, Tony Robbins ended up, building the whole book funnel for Tony for mm -hmm. free. Uh, Dave Asprey, we were down in uh, Santa Monica, Bulletproof Coffee, building a, a book funnel for him, uh, all for free. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot, and again, on our dime, flying down there, flying, you know, videographers and, and you know, video teams and developers and everything else, just doing whatever it was going to take. So um, I think the, the real big opportunity for anybody is if you've got a product or a service or something that you believe in, Mm -hmm. then the best thing is to go out and get testimonials by actually working for someone else for free. Make sure you have the success so that you can then point to that and say, this is what we've done. These mm -hmm. are the types of things that, that actually work. Mm -hmm. I can tell you, we talk a lot about the Dream 100. Um, I look at Dream 100, you have A, B, and C tiers. Mm -hmm. And the A's are the ones you always want to eventually get to. Mm -hmm. You typically start off in your C's and B's and you start having success in, with those people. And, and you then start kind of moving up that ladder based on who they know. And I think the most important thing is if you believe in a product, your product, and you're ready to launch this thing, mm -hmm. then you need to be able to work for free and for quite some time. 
to really make sure that that the values in the marketplace that other people are talking about it. There's nothing better than when someone else as a third party starts talking about the success they're having using your product or service. Great. So Dave, uh, fast forward 2020, you guys are in a productive, you're hitting about $160 million in revenue. How does a company look different now? What kind of things are you doing? Are you still doing the webinars or are you doing other, many other things? Russell did a webinar last night. <laughs> so yes, <laughs> we're still doing webinars. <laughs> Our webinars are a little different now, but we are still doing webinars. What else is working in terms of growth? For us, we continue doing the same thing. Dream 100 is still one of our main strategies. Uh, I think the other thing for us is really trying to spend more time in our community, with our community, with those people who are having success. Mm -hmm. uh, we've added, obviously, live events to try to bring community together, uh, Facebook groups. Um, the other thing is we have different awards now that we give out to successful uh, ClickFunnels users, mm -hmm. which, again, is a way of, of providing value back to them, mm -hmm. but also it then helps other people aspire to, to that type of success. The two comma club, how did that come about? That's a very, that's a great concept. <laughs> anyone, anyone I know who uses ClickFunnels wants to get that award. So let's talk about that. How did that come about? Uh, two comma club came about, uh, Russell came into my office. Gosh, I think it's probably, now it's almost been four years. Uh, I said, you know, Dave, how many people do you think, it was right before one of our live events. It's like, how many people do you think have made over a million dollars? In ClickFunnels, I'm like, Russell, I, I have no idea. He goes, well, let's try to figure it out. So we worked with our dev team and went back. And, and I remember coming back. And I think the number was somewhere, in, you know, 27 to 35. And it was like, oh, my gosh. I had no, and realized we didn't have 100,000 customers at the time. It was like, holy smokes, people are actually having massive success growing and scaling their businesses. Mm -hmm. And so we then started looking at all the funnels that Russell had done to see, you know, how many of those had hit two comic club. And almost, you know, the majority of those at that point, at least in the last year or two that we've been working with, were hitting that status. And so we were talking about, I think it was right around the, you know, the beginning of the years where you have all the Oscars, the Emmys, the Grammys, the Tonys, and all these crazy awards and people are out there and thought, it'd be so cool if we could give, you know, create an award for entrepreneurs. No one, as an entrepreneur, there's no one out there giving any entrepreneurs any awards for their success. And so that's, that's kind of where it started. And, and he said, you know what, what if we actually ended up giving an award for people who hit a million dollars? And so we went back and forth as far as the name of the award and it uh, finally settled on the two comma club since there's two commas in a million. Mm -hmm. And that has been, I think you're now we're somewhere in the neighborhood of 780, almost 800 two comma club award winners. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Wow. So the <laughs> click funnels, <laughs> Education is a big part of the whole company, but I think that's really, really provided to the growth of the company. And then I think that's where the user base is really you know, happy with the whole product and the whole thing. Uh, let's talk about that. Where did that come about? And what's the thinking behind that? Is providing a ton of education. Uh, education for us has always been the most important part. It really has. I, you know, I've talked with you know, growth equity, private equity groups all the time, and it's one of the things they talk to continue to mention to us the same question is like, why do you spend so much time educating them? And for us, uh, there's two components to that education. One is it's a way of providing massive value to a community, mm -hmm. uh, especially to a community who's struggling, trying to figure out exactly how, how to do what we're talking about doing. Mm -hmm. So Russell's created three different books, dot-com secrets being the first one, expert secrets, and we just launched traffic secrets this year mm -hmm. with the whole idea of providing as much education as we can to help people solve the problems that they're dealing with. Mm 
-hmm. It also allows them by providing as much education and training as we do, it helps them understand that this isn't just a fly by night type of an opportunity. Mm -hmm. uh, we just rolled out this, this last year, a, a product called funnel flicks mm -hmm. where it's not only it's the Netflix for entrepreneurs is really what we look at it. Mm -hmm. Trying to provide as much value and education and training to any business owner, any entrepreneur out there who's trying to figure this out. And so we went out, we licensed a lot of Tony Robbins content and we licensed uh, some of the greats like uh, we've got you know, Dan Kennedy and a whole bunch, host of others, a lot of Frank Kern's content and, and right. digital marketers content, people who are our peers who have amazing content out there to be able to provide the type of value to people where they have the opportunity to learn and to grow and to develop not only as a funnel builder, but as an entrepreneur, as a business owner and providing the resources that they need to continue to scale to grow. Uh, by doing that, we then become a source of, of value, a source of education, a place where people come back even they may have left ClickFunnels from a software standpoint, but they then come back or they'll continue their membership just to have access to the content. Great. So Dave, um, I know it's going to be very hard to predict considering how fast you grew in the last five years. Where do you see ClickFunnels in the next couple of years and what's in the plans? Man, there's a lot of things in the plans right now. Uh, I think as from a, a scale standpoint, you know, the hardest thing is once you hit hundred million, it's really hard to continue to double and to triple and year after year. Mm -hmm. um, we're looking at a couple of different ways of doing that. Uh, one of those is international expansion. So we're toying mm -hmm. around with that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Currently we have, you know, 60% of our, our customer base is actually outside of the United States. And so we're looking at different ways of expanding and growing that and working with partners who already have resources in those areas. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be one of the things we're looking at. Uh, again, I'd love to see us, in that you know, $400, $500 million range serving hundreds and hundreds of thousands of customers. Currently, mm -hmm. we've got, I think, 117,000 customers on the platform now. Mm -hmm. And uh, just trying to continue to grow. For us, it's providing as much value as we possibly can to as many business owners and entrepreneurs who are out there, who have a dream, a passion, a project, a service, something they're trying to get out to their communities. Uh, we see right now one of our fastest growing segments is, is e-com and mm -hmm. also professional services and and just mom and pop retail businesses. Uh, I think we were one of the companies that was blessed through all this crazy COVID coronavirus, mm -hmm. um, only due to the fact that a lot of, uh, I think this pandemic that we've had to struggle through has fast, basically it propelled a lot of people into online tech that in the past probably have taken two or three years to. Mm -hmm. Again, we're doing, we're recording this on a Zoom call and Zoom now, I wish I'd bought their stock, you know, six years ago when we first started using them. Um, but I think what you find for a lot of people is the technology just due to what the fact they, they were forced into it and a work from home environment. And this idea of there's not as much security in my current job has provided us an opportunity to really serve a lot more people. Great. Dave, thank you very much. And uh, thank you for coming on the show. And it was great hearing your story about ClickFunnels and uh, getting to know you. And uh, hope to have you again soon. My pleasure. Thank you so much. And that's it for this episode of Launch Legends. If you enjoyed listening and would like us to find and share more online marketing launch stories, please search for Launch Legends in your favorite podcast listening app and then subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time.